Yo, hi, Mangoes. Welcome back to episode number fucking two of Spicy Mango Talk. But wait, wait, wait. Do me a favor. Grab your mango, make it spicy, and join this convo because you already know your boy is going to bring it to you live, direct, and fucking spicy. Yo, in the building today, I got my best friend. Introduce yourself, best friend. So, my name's Nicole. I'm his bestest friend in the whole wide world, y'all. AKA. So, yes, I'm here today just to, you know, join my friend. I, you know, heard about this little spicy mango talk. There's nothing little about this shit, bitch, so don't even try it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, she trying to downplay my little little platform. I'm just kidding. No. I heard about this. He spoke to me about it, and this was a great idea that Aww, he put on the table. You. You're welcome. Y'all I know he's know. always, you know, providing very good advice or a very good outlook on different things. And he's very opinionated. And this is a great platform platform, excuse me, for him to do so. And I'm just here to support. Right, because we got things to talk about. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Shout out to V Simone and I'm Zoe. Yes. I love, love you guys. guys. And pretty V. Don't forget. Period. Okay. Um, yo, so let's just jump into it because with the way I'm feeling, like I'm trying mm-hmm. to calm myself down. I know we only have about yes. 30, 40 minutes, bitch, but where the fuck do we start? Once again, this is where we at. Yeah. I don't even know where to start. I'm just so overwhelmed with emotion. I'm confused. I'm angry. I'm sad. Mm. I'm hurt. I'm scared. 10 times on the scare because that was my yeah. first statement. Like, I'm just, it's just insane. It's like one of those things where you don't know exactly which emotion to focus on. It's right. like, it's just like a bottle of emotions. And I think that everyone can agree when they say they feel like it's a bottle of emotions uh, soon to erupt. And that's what's happening. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys are aware, but we, you know, for my followers that are that don't know me, for my mangoes, excuse me, that don't know me too well from last episode. My name is Darren, Brooklyn. I was not born here, but I'm bred here. Um, and as you guys, you know, I hope you guys are aware of what's going on right now. What's trending right now in social media is the whole George Floyd situation um, where one of the cops... Felt like it was a good idea not to ease up on George's neck. This guy was not resisting arrest. He threw him to the floor and took his knee and basically choked him out with his knee. Wow. Everybody was like, you know, in the videos that surfaced, like everyone was yelling like, oh my God, he's saying he can't breathe. This man is telling you, sir, I cannot breathe. And you refuse to even like allow this other human up. Yeah, keep him arrested for whatever reason you arrested him for. But, like, who the fuck do you think you are, like, just taking somebody's life with no type of sympathy or remorse in the face? Like, it was just, like, a a blank stare. Did you see that shit? Like, did you see the videos? I couldn't bring myself to watch the video. But I did see a small clip of the cop with his knee on his neck mm. and the man, George, I'm sorry, screaming and shouting, saying, they're going to kill me. 
I want my mom. Like that. His broke mom, my heart. by the way, his mom that was hasn't been alive in freaking years. Wow. Years with mad S's on the fucking end. Have yeah. not been alive for mad years. This man turned into a baby, begging for his life, a life that was given to him by his higher God, his higher believer. And here comes this fucking like racist ass cop that felt like it was okay to just not give a fuck. It's like, my thing is, everyone has a preference. You can like who you like. You can dislike who you dislike. That's not the issue. The issue is when you just form such an amount of hatred that you inflict pain, not only to the victim, but to the victim's family, to the victim's friends. And it's like a domino effect, honestly, because when you go out into the world and the cops are there to protect and serve, allegedly, and you look for them to that, and now it's like, where do you go to? Who do you call? Who do you trust? Exactly. You take things into your own hands. And as I'm speaking to that, we can go into the conversation about looting. Yo, that shit was like, I mean, I've seen it's, some, I mean, we have some, you know, historical looting that has happened in the past. And it got really, really bad. The one in LA was really crazy. That's a historical one that just sits out to everyone where all the, the entire Asian community was attacked. But now what I'm, what I'm enjoying is the fact that I finally see majority of the black and brown people standing together. Right. So in past, you know, experiences, a lot of black people like to be quiet. You know, they, they find, they, they find it very, I don't know the word I'm looking for. They just try to find it. They, they, they don't prioritize what to be quiet about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They just like, they'll make noise about some shit like a Nicki Minaj and like Cardi B right. fighting. Right. But when it comes to voicing their opinions about something that's way more serious and in our face, which is our safety, mm-hmm. because as black right. and brown people, we fight every single day just to even abbreviate certain words, just to even, Wear, be comfortable wearing a hoodie. Right. We've seen a, a black brother get killed for wearing a hoodie, just walking down the street. Now this man, for no apparent reason, was not resisting arrest, gets killed. And now everybody is like finally speaking up. But what I, what I am very hurt about is that a lot of celebrities are not speaking up. A matter of fact, Lil Wayne and some some other dude was just like on like mm-hmm, a FaceTime mm-hmm, earlier and Lil Wayne it. says a... some shit like, we ought to blame ourselves for all this happening. Sir. Mm-hmm. Dot, he's just dot. so like, I don't even take him serious when he speaks because he's just, he's rubbed me wrong from a previous statement that he made when he felt like Black, Black Lives Matter didn't involve him. I remember that. And he has a black daughter. Mm-hmm. He has black friends. He has people who have family or friends that have experienced this and went through this. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's privileged enough to move out of certain places and that he's well known and that he can afford 
to live a certain way and he does carry himself a certain way, he just like. It's you like feel he's, like he's excluded. I feel from like that. if you don't know, then you shouldn't speak on it. You because shouldn't. it's one thing if you don't know and you're willing to learn. And then there's another thing when you don't know and you just want to speak out of turn. Like, get knowledge about it. Do your research. Like, it's not hard to open up Instagram and to see. Or with that much power, you might have access to more information that we are not even privy to. And what I don't understand is um, we have millions of celebrities I hope I'm not pushing it by saying millions, but I'm just saying like we have millions of celebrities. We have thousands of black ones. We have some local ones right here that usually speak up when they see shit that's happening in the industry. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to run to Instagram and run to Twitter or run on a podcast or run on a radio station, mm-hmm. do an interview about it. I don't hear some of the quote unquote faves out there that we run and we buy shit from, like we buy their fucking singles and albums. So far, it's just Cardi B. That's sending out a positive message that I've mm-hmm. seen. I'm going to say this, that mm-hmm. I have seen personally, mm-hmm. right? And as much as people like to chastise and bring her down, she's always the, the first one yeah. to run and defend Latino, Latinas, and Black and brown people. Mm-hmm. She will defend us. I will say, besides Cardi B, Meek Mill does a hell of a job. Um, Kevin Hart spoke out about it. Um Jay-Z, he does, Jay-Z and Beyonce, I won't just say him by himself, they make their stands, but they're more so, they would put in their music or they would have tours and different things happening. Like, they'll put out music, which would be like a fundraiser. The the proceeds from that will go into an organization to, uh, organization to help. Um, Meek Bill, he's a part of some things like the reform. Um He's been trying. He always speaks out about stuff. I know um, in Philly, where he's from, there's a lot of stuff happening. I know he recently just posted, I think a kid got murdered or something. Mm-hmm. And he posted about that. Shout out to Meeks, because my best yeah. friend know a lot about you, Meeks. <laughs> I don't know if she's over here trying to grab you up, Meeks. But shout out to Meeks, okay. yo. That's... Shout out to Meeks. All right. Congratulations <laughs> on your new baby Bye. Um, no, but like, no, I feel what you're saying. And like, I just wish that, that more people would run to the front line with these types of things. And let me ask you, like, you have two beautiful brown and black babies. You specifically my nephew mm-hmm. at 15. Like, how do you feel with a 15 year old young man who's about to be a man within what, three more years, he's going to be considered by the city and the state as a Man, mm-hmm. how do you feel like with your baby walking outside, like leaving the home? Honestly, I'm just not even ready. Like, a part of me is excited for him that he's gonna, you know, go to college. He's doing mm-hmm. what he has to do because he don't got but a choice. Then, okay, <laughs> but then another part of me is just like, if he goes away to college, and let's just say he gets a scholarship from a sports team. And he's jogging doing a workout. Will he be another Ahmad? Oh God, girl. Can't like, imagine. I don't I don't know. Like it's just so uncertain, unforeseen. I just I don't know how to feel. I don't know if he goes to college and he's in one of the southern states or whatever, 
what what happened? Like, it's just so crazy because it's kind of like damn if you do, damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. You, I can't coddle him forever. I can't just keep him bottled up in one place forever. He has to explore and see different things. But it's like no matter how many times I tell him how many different scenarios I present to him mm-hmm. and tell him how he should be, um, you know, keep your hands on the wheel, make sure they can see it, mm-hmm. make sure your license is clean, go to school, blah, blah, blah. It still doesn't make a difference. Because he could be doing those things. Because he- I've even heard of stories that it can be a successful, uh, excuse me, guys, a successful black male. Mm-hmm. And they're just on their day off. Mm-hmm. Probably do something on just to go to the store. He could be a millionaire, you guys. And because he's just dressed in like Nike shirts, Nike shirt. Just um, running to the store on some chill type shit. All of a sudden. He becomes a target. He becomes a target. That's, that's like the the um the young man that was in. Um, guys, forgive me because I don't know. I don't remember his name specifically. But by the description, if you guys remembered his name or know what I'm talking about, please comment. Um, graduated college. He had mm-hmm. just gotten a really great job. I, mm-hmm. I think... I think he either was a um, studying the bar or he did is like a psychologist or a scientist or something like that. And he got his first job, first salary, moved into a really nice neighborhood. One of his white neighbors complained about him, like called a complaint, like he was out of place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, I don't mm-hmm. know who this person is. Mm-hmm. They killed him in his apartment. They shot through his apartment window and killed that guy. Young, pretty young, early 20s, killed him. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, like, that's just to piggyback off of what you're saying, is that our baby could be in in HBCU. He could be in in the southern states just going to school, being a Mm -hmm. great kid. And my nephew, at 10, within, like, what, six more years, he's Mm going to be looking at colleges. Mm -hmm. What future do we have? Like, what promise can we promise our babies now you know, outside of this image and these incidents that they're privy to now, we can't even protect them like how our parents used to protect us from certain news. Mm-hmm. There's no way for us to protect them with or without social media. They're going to run into it because yep. it's just happening in their faces. Like what's going to happen? What's the next move? Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. It's just really unfortunate. Um, just reiterating how ridiculous things are and how bad things are. Um, do you, do you, not to cut you off, but do you, do you, are you okay? Like, I know that a lot of people now are rioting Mm -hmm. to make their point. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with a protest because there's a difference. I don't think Mm -hmm. people, not rioting, let's use the proper terminology so people can know. Looting. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with protesting. I've protested on many different occasions. Mm -hmm. I have super young all the way to middle school to my adult age at 32. Mm-hmm. Like I've been a part of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been a part of strikes, mm-hmm. but how do you like, what is your opinion on looting? And I'll tell you how I feel after a part of me feels like, why are we destroying our communities? Um, a lot of people in our communities work at those large corporations and that's their means of living and then another part of me feels like yeah fuck that like we won we 
like we can do something like mm-hmm. because I just feel like we protest, we protest, we protest. We protest, we protest, we protested for Trayvon, we protested for Ahmad, we protested for Sandra Bland, we protested for uh I forget the young man's name. We protest for um uh there's just so many names I can't even um That's how I feel. I feel like I need to have a list. That the white cop walked into the wrong apartment. Oh, I forgot, but I I know which one you're yeah, talking about. She walked into the wrong apartment and killed him. Um it's just a lot, and it's just never fair, no matter what we're doing. Like, you sit in your house, you can be killed. Mm. You have one lady, most recently, um, I believe her name is Karen, or they have given her the name Karen. She said to the black man that I'm going to call the cops and tell them that. The one with the dog? Yes. Oh, and that happened right here in New York City. Exactly. And... She says something to, um, don't quote me guys, uh, to the effect of, I'm going to tell them that a black man or black African-American man is doing something to me. I feel like a lot of Caucasian people. Call them white. White is fine. (laughs) They know exactly what they're doing Mm -hmm. and they do it on purpose because they know that. That's all you have to say. That's and it. They're gonna believe you. That's it. That's it. And it's so sad because I even the, like my my old apartment building, you know, that I came from the other side of Brooklyn, um, before this current apartment. Um, I was coming in one day, I think it was maybe the third or fourth day after my moving, and it was early March because <sighs> I moved in on your birthday, and you ain't never gonna let me live that down. But okay, I'm not. all okay. right. Are you done? Um, (laughs) so I was coming in the building. I went out to get takeout. I will never forget. Mm -hmm. And I had my takeout. I was getting halal food Mm -hmm. and I I had my takeout bag in my hand. And the lady, a a white lady Mm -hmm. was coming out the elevator. My doormen weren't there at the minute, at the moment. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Oh, hi. Um, for seven K I would never forget for seven K. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And she's like, oh, you're not the delivery guy? I was like, no, I live here. So that for me really like, and yeah. this is a God honest truth story, guys. Like I never forget it. I always have the feeling and even moving into this, you know, now my current building is at a, a higher tax bracket from where I was living at. Mm-hmm. Um, I, although I haven't felt that, you know, that prejudice feeling, um, or I've been treated in that manner. I always have to have that my guards up, and I'm mm-hmm. always like looking at everyone, like, mm-hmm. "Oh, okay, yeah." I feel like you're judging me. Like, you don't know that my career is blah 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 because I see you. I feel like you're looking at me because I have on Nike shorts mm-hmm. and a pair of Balenciagas and a tank top, mm-hmm. a wife beater, like we say in New York City, running to the supermarket because that's just. How I'm, I feel comfortable mm-hmm. running to the supermarket. I don't feel like I have to look a specific. I shouldn't have to look a specific way mm-hmm. with my dreads and my little outfit. I'm just going to the store, minding my business. Why do I have to be approached? Why do I have to be looked yeah. at a specific way? Unfortunately, that's the reality of the situation, and it's hard to tell someone how to feel when they have to live through it. Like you can't, <clears throat> you can't slap someone and then tell them how to react. Right. 
Like, you just can't. You can't tell me that I'm going to continuously do things to you and you just can't bite back. Because people are. People are. You're human. And at the end of the day, people can take but so much. As a community, how much more can we take? It's so heartbreaking. And every day that my son goes to school um, and he has football practice, he comes back and when he's on his way home, I'm constantly calling him, calling him, calling him. And then in the midst of me calling him to make sure that he's okay, that he's where he's supposed to be, I'm also thinking that with his phone, because he's answering me, he's mistaken for a gun. Mm. because he likes to wear his hoodies That's when a good he's coming point. home. Right. Like, would they mistake that for something? Like, Or if he's just out and he already has to be alert for just being in the city anyways because someone may take your phone or things like that. What about just not like how he looks? Yeah. Face-wise. Like, this yeah. is just... this. That's another thing that people fail to realize. Yeah. Your face might... You might just not be the look that they want that day. Like, that's and not what they want. it's really unfortunate and it's really scary. And now that I have my new little bundle of joy, my little girl. And she looks just like me, guys. It's like, wow, she doesn't. But, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she had, like, for her, I'm not, I'm not as scared with the violence. I'm more scared of making sure she's on her A game because she has to work 10 times harder mm. just because she's black. She's a black female. Like, her just going to college is just not good enough. Like, you have to be, like, exceeding in every aspect of everything that you do. That's so true. Like, I legit, not to cut you off, like, like mm-hmm. I legit stamped myself as feeling unsafe as a black man as of recently. Let me knock on wood. I'm knocking on my forehead, y'all, because, you know, my mom always used to say, your head is like a box of, like, freaking cardboard or something, mm-hmm. but I don't listen. <laughs> but... Still don't. Wow. I feel attacked. It's fine. See, we're talking about being attacked. <laughs> Yo, people are attacking you. Know? <laughs> no, but, like, I, I've never had a run-in with the authorities. Never. My whole 32 years, I've never been approached. Mm-hmm. I'm fortunate enough to be able to say that, but still, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. I feel my anxiety, like a sense of anxiety on like a thousand. Every time I walk by, it could just be one police officer. It could be a female or male. I'm legit. Although I work for the government, like I, I, or the city, I, I, I always have to like make sure I don't touch my pockets the wrong way. I have to remember in my mind where's my ID, just in case they ask. Where's my badge, just so I can flash it. But it's like, why do I have to feel like that? Like I should be able, as long as there's no one purposely trying to hurt me, another human being. You are supposed to be protecting me. You, you said protect and serve. Where's the protection? Does the protection is the protection color blocked now? Like. It's just, just like protect this my, this group, but these other groups, mm-hmm. just do what you feel on that day. If you're not feeling happy, if you're feeling sleepy and they're annoying you, yeah. do what you need to do. Yeah. If you don't like their outfit, if he's too tall, yeah. he's a little too gay, if she's a little too butch, if she's a little too girly, maybe she has too much lipstick or fucking lip gloss on. I don't know. Maybe the homeless guy smells too, too bad. Kill him. Yeah. That's just how I feel. 
it's just really sad. It's like, ugh, it's just really sad. And then, like, my son is so eager to drive. And then I'm like, you know, imagine him driving, driving the speed limit. Everything's okay. He has his license. And he gets pulled over. Girl. Like, the older he gets, the scarier it becomes. Because when he's young, I have him with me. So, I don't know, you guys. Like, it's just really, like, reality is, like, really creeping up on me. I'm nervous, but I know I have to let go um, and just Yeah, we got to let him grow. But, like, just yeah, keep wanna... him close in your heart in prayer. That's all yeah. we can do at this. That's all we have right now is, yeah. is prayer. That's the only thing you can do. Yo, quickly, today, right? I was scrolling on Twitter, you know, being nosy. Mm-hmm. Um, As usual. Shush. And I ran across these two comments. I don't know who these two people are. I'm not going to mention names, but these were the comments. First one. And for my Twitter mangoes, if you know who I'm talking about, I mean, y'all can tag a nigga. Tag me. I'll share it with my best friend. Maybe I won't because, you know, she don't be answering her phone when she's supposed to. I mean, that's just another conversation. I'm just saying. The first comment read and quoted, I'm so happy that I'm light-skinned and receive different treatment. Wow. First and foremost, but I'm light. And I don't know what special treatment I get because it ain't special. True. The second comment was Rosa Park should have just took an Uber. Why did she have to sit on that bus? First and foremost, that's not a fucking joke. To me, it's not. Yeah. You disrespectful fuck, whoever you are. Yeah, that was you're super disrespectful. And insensitive as fuck. And you know what's so crazy is that I find that a lot of black people, like, we joke about everything. So it may be just a harmless joke or whatever, but the fact that you made a joke about it and then of course other people will see it it's like they will think that it's okay for them to yeah and they think that. they're on social media like you're on yeah. social media people are watching yeah people that don't even follow you are watching you every fucking day and if you have a large following that makes it even worse yeah like do i believe that like going back do i believe there's such a thing as a light skin privilege absolutely there's some people that receive that however you got to be like the top tier light skin person then Mm-hmm. I ain't no top tier ass light skin nigga because I still have a lot of flaws and I don't ever want to be considered top tier light skin. I just want you to recognize me for the good person I am and the hard ass fucking work that I put into this motherfucking society. I'm just saying. There's yeah. some dudes though. There's some dudes though that are light skin that will get a job before that dark skin person or that brown skin person. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it firsthand. I've seen it firsthand. Yep. There's a couple of them in the industry that I've seen that get special treatment. Artists, singers, not going to say no names, that mm-hmm. their voice is not as immaculate as some of the mm-hmm. dark-skinned, sexiest mm-hmm. mm-hmm. brothers. And I'm just like, how did you get there when he's, you know, like his vocal ability and his his um appearance right. and his performance is like on, that's how I feel when his... I see some of these female singers. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest thing, you guys. Yo! <laughs> calm down. Wow, calm down. Period. No, but like, there's light skin privilege. But my thing is, I like listen. I am light skin. Y'all know what I look like. For those that do, those that don't, follow me at on Twitter at the real Darren Grimm. My Instagram handle is the same. 
Mm-hmm. I like a dark-skinned woman and a guy. I'm just saying. Because I just think it's, it's beautiful. Their skin tone is freaking pure. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we should not be even focusing on that. What we should be focusing on is a standing together as a unity. Yes. As a unity. And, yeah, like, that's basically what we wanted to come on here and talk to y'all about. Like, be more serious. Yeah, we love you guys. We love y'all. We and love y'all. We yes. love you. Thank Without you, best you friend. you guys, have any mangoes. Ah! Thank you, best friend, for being here with me today. Yes, I love I'm you. back. Don't act like you're getting rid of me. Well, I'm I don't know what my mango. pockets look. I don't know what my pockets look like. I'm you are expensive, bitch. Period. You well, get it together, <laughs> guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let us know what you know you thought about today's topic. Let me know what you want to hear going forward. My best friend will be back. Yes, Yo, I, will, I love guys. her. She's the best. Yes, and remember, if you can't love yourself, how the hell you gonna what? Love somebody else. So. Hold on to that tray, grab that mango, make it spicy, and join this convo. Love you guys.